Welcome to Teeth Talk with Dr. Charles Ashley Mann on News Radio 680 WPTF. Jason Kong here with Dr. Charles Ashley Mann, head of Charles Ashley Mann Family and Cosmetic Dentistry. He's uh, joining us from his home as well. Dr. Mann, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. How about yourself? I'm doing good. We're still doing our social distancing, and, you know, we, we just got to continue to hunker down and do our part, Dr. Mann. Yes, I'm very trying in uh, unnavigated territory right now. We all have to do our part and try to stay home and get out in public as little as we can over the next uh, 30 days. Yep, that is the key. we got to listen to the officials and do what's best for ourselves and our neighbors. And, you know, uh, eventually things will go back to normal uh, and we'll, we'll get there eventually. But, Dr. Man, this is uh, still on the top of everyone's minds. And uh, it's it's a subject that we're going to explore even more in depth today. I know we've, we've tackled it a couple times here on the show, but there's there's no shortage of things to talk about. And I know one of the things that uh, I wanted to ask you about is, you know, we've heard more recently about some symptoms of coronavirus, like loss of smell and taste. Can you tell us a little bit more about that? Well, you know, it, coronavirus goes back um, to what we call, you know, a common cold uh, can be a coronavirus. And so just like with a common cold, you know, we can lose our sense of taste, our sense of smell. So that can be a sign or symptom, especially when someone gets congested, um, but uh, I would say that it's not the major symptom um, of coronavirus, um, but it could be a sign that you, you, know, you do have some infection. Um, and it could be something other than the coronavirus. It could just be a common cold. Um, allergies can also tend to, you know, stop the nose up um, and cause some sinus issues. That also can cause you to breathe through your mouth. When you start breathing through your mouth, it dries your mouth out. And um, some people have said, oh, it's dry mouth a symptom of the coronavirus. Um, it could be, but more than likely um, not. Um, you know, it could be that you're, you're just a mouth, breathing through your mouth because your nose is stuffed up with uh, with allergies at this point. Um, so there, there's a lot of symptoms out there that I think could be related to the coronavirus, but I don't think anybody needs to get into a panic if they've lost their uh, taste or their smell and they're not having any other symptoms associated with the coronavirus, like a high temperature or a dry cough, or achy, like the flu. Um, when you start feeling those things, then I would say it's, it, it's time to have a test to get checked. Gotcha. And that's good advice because uh, you don't want to be overreacting at a time when, um, you know, the the medical system is already stretched as it is. So um, that's good to know. It is. And, yeah, and that's, that's, that's a good point you bring up, Jason, because we've got to realize that, you know, we've got to keep our emergency rooms open, our hospitals open for those who are really sick. Um, we don't need uh, to fill up um, our hospital rooms and uh, our, in our emergency department because we think we may have it. Um, until we get the signs or symptoms and we start really having some major issues, because a lot of people would, they get the coronavirus, recover uh, quite nicely. I mean, they don't have to be hospitalized. So until you start seeing signs of having uh being very uh, hard to breathe um i wouldn't necessarily go into a hospital um if you're breathing uh, just fine and you just have soreness and, and achiness then i would suggest that you try to you know take tylenol and uh, uh you know one of the things I, I tell people about fever is fever is actually your body's natural response to a virus and it it spikes up 
and if unless it spikes up above 104 degrees, um, there really is uh, no um, uh, urgency to bring it down. And the reason why is because that temperature is up to try to kill the virus. So unless it starts spiking up high, I would leave uh, a, a small 100, 102 temperature alone unless you have body aches. I wouldn't try to bring that temperature down. Gotcha. So that's actually a sign that your your body's doing the work and is, is trying to kick that virus's butt. Right. Right. It's trying to kick the virus's butt by raising the temperature to kill it. So um, bringing the virus, uh, I mean, the, the temperature down. Now, again, if it spikes above 104, then I would highly recommend it to try to bring it down with Tylenol. And uh, that usually will bring bring it down. Dr. Mann, I uh, ventured out uh, a little bit this week uh, to get some essential shopping done. Um, you know, I, I, have, I hadn't been out in, in quite some time because uh, luckily I was able to stock up enough earlier on. But I I've saw more people wearing masks than I, I've ever seen at any point. Um, I, I know you wanted to talk a little bit about that and, you know, why, why masks are helpful, but um, I we could be setting ourselves up for something if, if we're not wearing our mask properly. That's correct. You know, I don't think it hurts to wear a mask, um, especially because, you know, it is an airborne disease. Um, and uh, But it also lives on surfaces as well, so we have to be mindful of that. And um, if we are wearing a mask properly, we want to make sure that it covers our nose and our mouth and it's, and it's firmly around our nose. Um, the other thing that we have to be real careful about is a lot of people tend to play with that mask once it's in place because it's not comfortable. And using your dirty hands to constantly move that mask around increases your risk for infection. So I tell people, you know, if you're one of those people who claustrophobic and you don't like masks on or anything on your face like that, and you're going to constantly play with it with your hands, it's probably a good idea and safer not to wear a mask. Um, however, we also got to realize that even though we have a mask on, we still need to social distance about at least three feet from people. Um, some people say six, but at least three feet, um, even with a mask on, because the type of masks that most people are wearing are not the N95 masks that will keep them from getting, um, you know, the infection. So yes, I think it can be beneficial, definitely, but, um, just make sure that it's worn properly and it doesn't give you um, uh, you know, make you at ease so that you start uh, getting close to people in public. That's good to know. And uh, Dr. Mann, I want to remind everyone that uh, your office is still performing essential and emergency services. Is that correct? That is correct. We highly recommend that people um, avoid, again, using emergency rooms um, for any kind of dental emergency. Please call our office, even if you're not a patient of record, um, and dental emergencies you know, are not just uh, a toothache. Um, you know, if you're breaking, uh, uh, have broken a tooth, if you have a crown off, if your dentures are hurting, if you have bleeding gums, things like that. Um, it's important to get those things taken care of so that they don't turn into a full-blown infection um, and not ignore the problem. We don't really know how long this will last, so ignoring the problem uh, could turn into a major uh, problem if, uh, if it's gone uh, unattended. Yeah, you don't want to leave things to chance like that. You do want to get checked out. You can find plenty of information about Dr. Mann and his practice at smileman.com. That's the website, man with two N's, smileman.com. There you can see all the services that Dr. Mann provides. As I said before, they are performing essential and emergency services, uh, general cleanings and, and things like that will um, 
go back into effect once the uh, shelter-in-place order has uh, expired. But again, find more information online, smileman.com, man with two ends, smileman.com. You can also check out uh, the three locations that Dr. Man has on that website as well. A quick break and back with more. You're listening to Teeth Talk with Dr. Charles Ashley Mann on News Radio 680 WPTF. You're listening to Teeth Talk with Dr. Charles Ashley Mann on News Radio 680 WPTF. Jason Kong here with Dr. Charles Ashley Mann, head of Charles Ashley Mann Family and Cosmetic Dentistry, doing this show uh, from the the estate of Dr. Mann's uh, on the phone with us, and uh, I'm here at the uh, the Kong Studio as well. So, Dr. Mann, we're continuing to uh, to make the radio magic happen as we practice our social distancing and we're talking all about the coronavirus and how that's impacting our lives and uh, the world of dentistry as well. And we were just talking about how uh, wearing masks could be problematic if you're not wearing them properly or not used to wearing them. And uh, Dr. Mann, I, I have a note here that that also extends to gloves as well. Yeah, a lot of people wearing gloves and I've seen the same thing. Um, like you said, an increased use of, especially in supermarkets, people wearing gloves. We've got to be really careful, too, when we're wearing those gloves because just because you have gloves on doesn't mean that you're you know, protecting yourself um, if you're touching your face with those gloves after you touch a surface. Um, the other thing that, uh, you know, I don't really think there is a major benefit from wearing gloves um, personally because you can't get the virus by just touching something with your hands. Your hands then have to go to your face. Uh, around your nose, mouth, or eyes. So if you're wearing those gloves um, and you and you do the same thing, um, you really can probably um, infect just as easily uh, as using your hands. Um, but one of the things we just want to recommend is just wash your hands after you're in public and avoid touching your face um, at all while you're in the public uh, domain or wherever you, wherever you are um, in public. Just wait until you get your hands washed um, before uh, you touch your face. But I think gloves, um, I don't think it really is helping out um, preventing the virus to spread um, if, if you use uh, proper hygiene by washing your hands. Now, one of the things you have to be really careful about is when you take the gloves off. Um, just because you're wearing gloves doesn't mean you don't have to wash your hands because when you're taking those gloves off, all of the coronavirus that's on those gloves possibly that you came in contact with will get on your hands when you're taking them off. So you then have to wash your hands. So I think that uh, personally, I don't see a big benefit in wearing gloves um, to, to prevent the spread. But um, if it makes someone feel you know, better, then uh, I, I don't see any harm in it. But I do think that, uh, again, it lives on plastic a lot longer, and a lot of these gloves are rubber uh, gloves. So um, it can live on your gloves just like it can get on your hands. So we just have to remember that and uh, make sure that when you dispose of them, you put them directly into the trash can. Again, when the coronavirus is on your hands and you're washing your hands, that coronavirus is going down the drain. Okay, It's not going down the drain if you're throwing them into your trash can or throw them up on uh, a countertop or something like that. So you have to be really, really careful um, about disposal as well. 
Yeah, that's a good point. You got to treat those uh, those gloves as if they they do contain the virus themselves, and and be that's that right. cautious with them. So that's that's great advice as well. And you Dr. cannot re- yeah, and you cannot reuse those. I would highly um, recommend that you don't reuse them because uh, you, you got to assume that they have been contaminated with the coronavirus. Yeah, I mean, it would be like going into a doctor's office or a, a dental practice and seeing them reuse the gloves. You'd be like, "Oh, wait a minute! You don't you don't want to be doing That's that." That's right. Yes. <laughs> That's right. You, you want to try to avoid um, reusing them. Again, I don't think there's a major reason to use them, but if it makes someone feel better, um, I, it's not. Gonna, it's certainly not going to hurt them. Yeah. And Dr. Mann, we're going through just an odd time right now where some of us have more time on our hands than we've possibly ever had. And with that, we we probably need to start thinking about what's going to happen once this is over and getting back to the new normal. And with that, you know, it at some point, we got to start thinking about when it's time to get our, our regular checkup or get our regular cleaning. Yeah, that's right. Um, I think it's a great time to prepare. You know, we're eventually going to, um, you know, not have this virus uh, affecting our lives like it is right now. So um, I would start preparing, uh, you know, to have your your teeth cleaned and or if you if you put off getting fillings done. Remember, you don't want to wait too long because um, disease can set in, um, especially those um, patients who have had past periodontal disease. Uh, periodontal disease can can come back fairly quickly, especially if you're not keeping your regular uh, cleaning checkups. So um, it, it, it definitely is a time to prepare. Get in touch with um, your dentist. Um, get in touch with our office, whatever. Um, uh, but uh, you definitely want to not avoid, once this thing is over, uh, skipping coming to the dentist. Um, uh, again, I know there's concern out there that, uh, hey, the virus is, um, is, is more prevalent probably in uh, medical facilities, um, but I don't think there's been any studies um, to show that it's more prevalent in a in a um, dental office than it is in a supermarket. In fact, I would think it would probably be more prevalent in a supermarket because they're not sterilizing um, in between patients like we do before this coronavirus even uh, took effect. So, um, you know, there is going to be some of some of that concern, but um, I'd like to to ease that concern by saying that uh, not only are we following our previous standards, but we've actually increased, enhanced our uh, uh, standards by screening all of the patients that come through our office. Yeah, and talk a little bit uh, real quickly, Dr. Mann, about those steps that you're taking. Every um, patient that comes through our office, um, we ask them to either use our hand sanitizer that we have available or we ask them to wash their hands for 20 seconds when they first come in. We also ask if they've been sick within the last 30 days um, with, with any type of flu-like symptoms. If they say yes, then we ask them um, uh, to reschedule unless they're in severe pain. Um, but uh, uh, the other um, aspect uh, that the CDC is requiring is that we take temperatures on all of our employees and all of our patients. So every time we come to work, all of the employees, we take their um, temperature, include myself, and record it. And then we record every um, temperature of every patient. Um, any temperature over um, 99.5, which is uh, considered uh, or below, is considered good. Anything above that, we do ask the patients to reschedule until the temperature has come down. Um, uh, the other step that we're taking is we're avoiding um, all of our patients sitting in the waiting room. We take them directly back to 
um, our operatories where we'll be working on them so that we can keep the social distancing um, and put them also in a sterile environment back into the operatory. Um, so that in itself. And then, um, of course, uh, we have the patient fill out paperwork about where they have visited within the past uh, a month to two months. If it's been out of the country, we have to find out where and document uh, those those things as well. Um, if someone's coughing when they come in, we ask them um, to reschedule. Um, the next thing that we have, once the patient sits into our operatories, we have them rinse with an oil rinse. And I've had a lot of people call and ask me, you know, does it help? Um, are there any studies out there about it um, killing coronavirus and, and things? But there are some studies out. There was one done in Japan in 2002 about using oil rent, rinses. And, um, and, and, and the study showed that it did help decrease respiratory infections by about 50% in those who did a rinse with a rinse for up to two months. So um, that's a pretty good study. Um, I don't think that the, the clinical trial uh, that they did was, was, um, was an adequate one, but there is some research out there that suggests that it may be helpful to rinse um, uh, to prevent uh, any, any type of uh, respiratory disease. So it definitely will not hurt, and it also will help your your um, oil health is where as well to use a rinse um, and that you know can be an over-the-counter rinse um, we do tell people to try to avoid high alcohol content rinses but we know alcohol does kill the coronavirus so Listerine with with, a, with an alcohol um, while this is going on for a short period of time would not be a bad thing to do if it again made someone feel more comfortable yeah, and that goes a long yeah. way. Yeah. And uh, Dr. Mann, I, I commend you and your staff for, you know, going the the extra mile there to protect uh, not only your staff, but also your patients as well. And, you know, a couple extra steps that your patients have to take. But I, I know for me personally, that would really ease my mind and make me feel a lot more comfortable heading into the office, knowing that those measures have been put in place. Yeah, and I, I you know, we're like the tell you know our audience that these these measures are probably going to stay in place for a long time um because the coronavirus will be around with us until a vaccine um is is made and and, and until they have given it to everybody and we see a, a um you know this disease eradicated kind of like polio and some of the other diseases um that have been eradicated because of vaccines so um it's going to be around with us for a while everybody has to be cooperative when they go into um their general practitioner or their dental office because there are going to be some extra steps that are going to they're going to have to take to, to keep everybody safe yeah and that's going to extend to a, a lot of facets of our lives where uh, we're going to have to get yeah. used to to doing things just a little bit differently well i want to remind you that if if you do want to plan that uh regular cleaning right now uh you you can book an appointment further out by going to smileman that's Dr. Man's website, smileman.com. Man with two N's. You can find plenty of information there. And Dr. Man has three wonderful offices, one in Cary, one in Garner, and the other in Fuquay. A quick break and back with more. You're listening to Teeth Talk with Dr. Charles Ashley Mann on News Radio 680 WPTF. News 
Radio 680 WPTF. This is Teeth Talk with Dr. Charles Ashley Mann. I'm Jason Kong. Thank you so much for joining us this Sunday afternoon. I am speaking with Dr. Charles Ashley Mann, head of Charles Ashley Mann Family and Cosmetic Dentistry. We're doing this remotely in an effort to continue our efforts of social and physical distancing. And Dr. Mann, we've, we've covered a lot about coronavirus. And uh, one important aspect that I do want to hit on before we head out today is is insurance um, because you know a, a lot of folks uh, unfortunately are finding themselves out of work or furloughed for uh, the time being. How does that impact their insurance? You bring up a good question and a good point. Um, that is something that everyone really needs to if they have been laid off or furloughed. Uh, they really need to check in to make sure they still have coverage, whether it's medical or dental, because there's a lot of plans that um, will discontinue if you're on a group policy, any coverage, and then you actually have to to move into something called COBRA. Um, I hope a lot of dental uh, and um, medical plans, uh, insurance companies cooperate during this um, uh, because there, you know a lot of people have been affected. So um, I am hoping, but if, if, uh, if history uh, has anything to say about it, I don't think that we're going to get a lot of help from most of the of the insurance companies. They uh, are really are really profit driven, even though they you know in North Carolina have to be nonprofit. Um, they still are, are pretty much profit driven. But I hope that they do come. I know several have come to the table. I think Humana is one of them, and there might be um, Aetna or, or or one other um, company. So. Um, but I would advise everyone to check their policies, both medical and dental, to make sure that they're covered, especially before they come in and get treatment done, um, whether it's you know into a GP's office or into a dental office, because it could you could be surprised and you don't have uh, you don't have any coverage that you were expecting to have. Um, now, having said that, if you do have coverage, um, I would highly recommend that you take advantage of it. Um, if you do have a problem, um, you know, try to try to get those problems fixed um, that we, we talked about: broken teeth, um, fillings, um, periodontal disease that needs to be treated, um, any kind of um, broken dentures, um, any of those things like that are considered essential and need to be treated. So, you take advantage of your insurance uh, while you have it, because um, there is uh, there is a chance that there's more people could be laid off uh, if the economy does go uh, into a recession. Yeah, that's a good point to uh, act now before uh, it's too late. And, you know, that now, now is as good a time as any to go ahead and get stuff done because I'm sure once things start to get back to normal, you know, the procrastinators like me will be like, oh, man, I, <laughs> I didn't get my cleaning in March. I need to go right, ahead and, right. and schedule that now. Yeah and, and, yeah, and the other thing, too, if you do lose um, your, your coverage, you really have to, to weigh the cost of what it's going to cost you being out of work um, to continue on COBRA. Um, and if it's costing you quite a bit of money, you may look into um, one of our, our plans in our office um, membership plans that we offer to our patients. It's similar to insurance where you pay a monthly fee and it covers uh, just like insurance uh, would. And um, it's a little bit better because there's no high deductibles and there is no um, uh, amount that they cut off. So most insurance companies will pay up to a thousand, up to up to fifteen hundred dollars a year for treatment. We don't have that on our plans. Ours is unlimited. So um, 
if you do lose a group policy, that may be something that, that our listeners may want to look into um, uh, versus uh, paying out of pocket for COVID because it can be very expensive. Yeah, and that's that's a great point. That that plan uh, can be a, a great bit of savings for anyone who is without insurance at this point. And you can find information by going to smileman.com. That's man with two ends. Smileman.com. You can also call the office at nine one nine eight three eight seven three seven five nine one nine eight three eight seven three seven five. Doctor Man has three wonderful locations: one in Cary. The other in Garner and the other in Fuquay. Those are the three locations there. Again, you can find more information at smileman.com, smileman.com. Well, Dr. Mann, thank you so much for uh, continuing uh, to help us out with this program. I know it's uh, a little bit harder to do it this way, but we'll continue to uh, help the WPTF audience out and, and provide this, uh, this information that's so helpful to so many people. Yeah, everybody keep the faith and stay strong and positive and do their best to, to social distance, and I think we'll get through this. We certainly will. We're out of time for today. We hope you will join us again next week for Teeth Talk with Dr. Charles Ashley Mann on News Radio 680 WPTF.